Hello, my name is Sam. I'm very tangy when you put me in soup. Ooh, and hello. I am Jeremy, but they call me other things in other parts of the galaxy, where I help create portals, time travel, and do magical things. Like and this you. is a fairly, fairly good podcast, podcast where we talk about whatever Jeremy wants. Whenever Sam agrees to record it. How dare you? You ah, rotted, ah, gutted. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> this is already a weird one, everyone. Uh, I've been waiting for this moan for some weeks now because I, this is confessions. These are true confessions. These are um, uh, things paranormal, supernatural, mystical. This is the this is the part that I'm so excited to talk about, even though it makes me nervous. So I think it's a great way to move into the new anniversary. Yes. So Sam, um, I have asked for a specific episode involving cons- conspiracy queercies, conspiracies with a queer oh my God. perspective. So we have conspiracies, we have truthing movements, we have whistleblowers, and um, uh, brainwashing, mm-hmm. uh, psychic and psychological programming. This is so big and so much that um, I know we'll have a series on it. But because I have gone down the, the, the Gaia.com rabbit hole... And I'm enjoying it so fiercely. Isn't Gaia online like an old like chat room thing? I don't know. But if you go to Gaia.com, it is like a Netflix for spirituality, yoga, and highly, highly esoteric and controversial non-mainstream topics. So yeah. anything you want relating from uh, um, ancient aliens to cover-ups to yoga for when you're pregnant to um, people's interdimensional experiences while taking mushrooms, documentaries, series. I love it. It's just totally my tea these days. Um, but Sam, the thing is I can speak so much about it. But I'd like you to provide a sort of prologue into your inroad about any of those four things. We'll just see. This is like, we have any of these four points in the diamond to talk about? But I think I need a little tequila for this. Hold on. Is that what's happening? Uh, okay, I'm ready. Oh, my God. Well, drinking right on the podcast. Uh, let me say, folks, that I did not know this beforehand. Um... Ooh, that's very nice tequila, though. Um, okay, so here's the thing, Jeremy. Yeah. I have a very... Uh, um, my relationship with a lot of these topics um, go in directions in which I think are not necessarily directions that you share. Um, I'll give, like, a blanket thing as it relates to me and sort of jump around a little bit, and then hopefully we can sort of target some of those, because this is a big topic. We definitely will, this will probably be a multiple parter. But yeah. um, I'll start with conspiracy and brainwashing. As you know, I fucking love cults. 
like like studying them lo- love studying cults love mlms which is like a pyramid scheme i love all of that shit because i think it's so fascinating even though it's extremely toxic and i love this sort of idea of like cults of personalities and just like hollywood idea, like hollywood but also like um leah mcavoy mentioned in his most recent episode about like you know stan culture and how people uh, view these celebrities and these people, these influencers as like cult leaders. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of different sides of this too. And a lot of it goes back to money or power. Like when we talk about like the Church of Scientology, for example, it's all about like retaining power over these people and their actions. When you leave a place like that, um, people aren't allowed to talk to you anymore. It's very isolating. So there's uh-huh. a lot of aspects of it far and wide about isolation. So making sure that you're kept away from the usual um, populace oh, and from dissent and keep keeping you in a bubble with other people that share your your core values or the core values that they've given to you yeah. and um, instilling um, a set of beliefs so yeah. that, uh, whomever is on the top and this goes with pyramid schemes, cults, etc. There's not a lot of blue sky in between any of them. Uh, then it's easier to control people. So in that sense, I'm not, I wouldn't say that that directly relates to anything queer, but where I think that that road leads, if we're talking about things specifically queer is a lot of queer people's desire to fit in with a community uh-huh. Um, and how oftentimes they can be led astray by people that don't have their best interest in mind. I remember when sure. I lived in New York City and I was a go-go dancer, there was a lot of um, not exactly savory, sexual, um, like, you know, expectations that you would have sex with someone or that you would uh-huh. give them attention because of their uh, their status their wealth, their privilege, their, the fact that they were the, you know, the, what are they called? Um, the people that like throw parties. Um, right. Producers. Producer, whatever. Yeah. Um, and because people so desperately wanted to fit in, they would uh, do things that they might not have otherwise done. Um, and right. With that New York problems. attitude of, sure, I'm totally into this. Sure, I think something really big could happen. Sure, I'm making fun of New Yorkers right now. Just because you're queer doesn't mean you ain't evil, as we've said many times. Uh-huh. And it worries me that a lot of people that identify as queer are very are very susceptible to um, joining into cults, like literal cults, or just cults of personality. Because yeah. they are convinced by people that are unsavory that it is a safe space and they might be like working for the greater good or that this is some benefit or that the world is dangerous unless they are there to protect them. So, yeah, the subject definitely interests me and I think it's it's far reaching in terms of its effects on queer people. Yeah, um, I uh, having grown up in a conservative Christianity I am very wary when dynamics start getting uh, psychologically and emotionally manipulative. Um, that was the case all throughout my mother's and my grandmother's relationship. 
now they don't even talk to each other. My grandmother's 85 and my mom is 61 going on 62. So um, there's a lot of deep, uh, deep wounds into these things. So I think we have to be aware that, you know, psychology is not all is not all benevolent the reasons why screens are so addictive the reason why apps can be so addictive the reason that um getting into certain kinds of groups like you're talking about sam can be um a garden path into this weird group thing scenario and that psychologists have been studying for generations how these things work and so both sides of the coin are available you know how if you know how to uh hopefully protect yourself if brainwashing is happening or you also know how to do it to someone else if you're trying to manipulate manipulate mm-hmm. people yeah indeed and so that's why uh, it's interesting i thought this would be maybe like the least of the things but i think if we start out with brainwashing and then we go, it's like, well, then you're in these things and um, you want to tell the truth. You manage to get out. You manage to get out of the group thing. You see that abuse yeah. is happening within these cultures. And this is the whole range. We're talking, we're talking from Mormonism to Scientology to a certain weird little queer cults, to certain like um, just communities of people that have some, have some, uh, uh, strange and un uh unhealthy uh rituals of bonding yeah so there's definitely a lot of unhealthy rituals of bonding going on with cults we are definitely in a whole the so many more of the curtains have been uh have been swept aside to see what's really going on and the wizard of oz is being seen for what it really is in in our current climate so this is an important now, we also know about witch hunts happening because people don't know what's their business and what's not, or or how to be supportive and helpful to victims, and that is not the point of this episode, but if you're finding it uh, an important thing to follow up on, let us know. So I want to get into the whistleblower bits then. So I call it the Cassandra complex in the Me Too movement and in other Cassandra kinds Peterson of Cassandra complex. Oh my God! I have such an Elvira complex. Elvira. I have an Elvira complex. Elvira. How's your um, head? Haven't had any complaints, Ben. I've had a couple complaints. Well, maybe you should use less teeth, Sam. Show me your teeth. No, please. Uh, I love your teeth, but please. No. Okay, sorry. Continue. Um, <laughs> but whistleblowers, uh, the Snowdens, the the people who were claiming, like, listen, there's so many levels of programs going on, and all I know is one part of this thing, but it's real. I managed to get out, and why am I trying to, am I, you won't believe me because it's too much. It's too radical. Your brain can't go. You would literally fall asleep while I'm telling you the truth. And then the Cassandra complex is that no one believes someone when they're actually telling the truth because they can't handle the truth. Now, this isn't always the case, but in the world of the interwebs, we've got a miasma vortex swamp of misinformation. That's why my mantra is every conspiracy is a little bit true, even if it's mostly false. There's something in there that someone, there's a, 
deep point that someone was trying to make about freeing humanity or about who we really are as a people or about what the structures of power are doing because we know oppression and suppression is happening. Mm-hmm. So that's my bit on whistleblowers. I try to believe them with a grain of salt. Yes, just like um, with Shea Coulee. What is it about believing them or the grain of salt? Shea Coulee can do no wrong. She's currently... No, because because of uh, what's-her-face, who was trying to conspire to... Uh, to get her out. I don't know. Oh, Alexis I don't remember. Mateo? Yeah, that's a thing that happened. Are we supposed to believe India Farah is India Farah a drag race whistleblower? Exactly. Not if she signed the World of Wonder papers. Oh, but maybe oh. she is. Oh, the truth will come out. The problem yes. is too often the truth comes out after people so, have passed over. This is important though, what you're talking about about aside from This is the bridge. Funny, people people are the bridges between these uh, getting out of getting out of manipulative uh uh groups and communities. But then is anyone to believe you in the minute you say those two words, and they just erase you like the lipstick on on the mirror. Yes. Cons- one did, immediately they call you a conspiracy theorist, and then you're canceled. You need to know this happened, so stop okay. with the conspiracy theorist canceling for whistleblowers. Okay. So, it is important when you are someone that is digesting information that a whistleblower is giving you to consider the source. Um, that is important. I think taking it with a grain of salt is a great point to make because if someone is telling you something, especially if they don't have a lot to gain, it's important to be able to digest that and think about it critically. Um, and that's why it's very important to recognize the source and everything that surrounds what the whistleblower is saying in order to come up with your own. Because remember, the court of public opinion is not the court of law. And I'm not saying that the court of law functions necessarily always to the benefit of those it's prosecuting. Certainly, uh-huh. I'm not saying that. But when we're talking, talking about the court of public opinion, as an individual, in as we are all in the court of public opinion, it's very important to be able to produce your own non-brainwashed opinion about something that is going on, considering all of the information, including the whistleblower. Yes. Yeah. Is that because I? Because to me, um, when I'm not overly personally involved, it it is definitely a game. Um, but it also doesn't have to be a, a game in which there are winners or losers or winners, uh, you there know. Well, Sam. No, but it's true. Like, everyone is a loser in this type of situation. It's not fun to have to hold people accountable. We prefer them to just do it themselves by having a more enlightened perspective about their own action. So, yeah, yeah there, are, there are no winners. There are only losers. In these well, I don't know, Sam. Are you a only... whistleblower? Have you had um, the whistleblower? No, I'm just, a blo- I'm just a blower. Um, for classified like, government documents? Well, I mean, I guess I was part of Occupy Wall Street, though. Does that count? Yeah. So there's that. Economic injustice and the corralling of these resources. And now everyone knows or is that activism? who the I billionaires are. I consider whistleblowing to be more specific. Having insight. I know, I know. 
So, but this is now. This is, you see how cleverly I, I'm trying to dovetail into yeah. So our have, favorite paranormal, our favorite paranormal, supernatural phenomena, Sam. So why don't so why don't you you you're on a roll? How I know this is a big shift, but what over your lifetime has have been your favorite? paranormal and supernatural topics oh my god which ones which ones do it for you and or what we will put in heavy scare quotes conspiracy theories everyone's got a few favorites oh that's a really heavy one um you know i'm honestly not that into the paranormal i'll be completely honest and i've talked about you've this never experienced any odd things that you can't quite explain um I mean, yes, but I would know. I didn't think of them as being paranormal. I was just like, oh, that's kind of weird. Um, yeah, off the top of my head, I really can't think of it. I don't know, deja vu. Like, I'm, I'm just not that. I'm not that. I'm just not that kind of bitch. You know, I, I really, my spirituality begins and ends with like things, rituals that I do for myself that I give power to, um, yeah. rather than like divine intervention. Or stuff like that. I, I I've had moments where I've like sat on like the branch the 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 branches of trees and and felt their pulsing and felt the life flowing through nature. Like certainly that, but I attribute that more to like just being naturally um, connected with the earth and to nature than supernatural. But what yeah, about you? You Jerry? are the sale. You're a natural person. So well, Sam, I want to. I want to start by give by letting you know that I think you feeling the pulsings of trees and experiencing the uh, uh, Gaia Gaia's and um, the the energetics of other plants and animals is a very natural thing. But it's also something that's off a lot of people's radars unless you tune yourself into it regularly and manage to gain a kind of like a trusting focus. Like, why the fuck would any tree let you know that it's pulsing its sap up and down its its uh, trunk and branches unless it knows that you would kind of appreciate it and jive with it? Yeah. I kind of have that opinion about it. I love so. I up think and down those things tree. are lovely. I think we need to have more conversations with those around us, close to us, and in our communities about the ways that we all have these little energetic, we have these little energetic gifts that are outside the color spectrum that are kind of ultraviolet or infrared. I believe that mm -hmm. it's basically anyone has those things. We may just take it to be a vivid imagination. People say yeah. a vivid imagination. It's just a vivid imagination. And who the fuck knows? You could be... You could be bilocating on another planet. And then we find out in hindsight that's what we were doing. And then we've been discounting this for thousands of years. These are the things that get my motor running. But like, why should we limit it? Because we're, this is, it's fear. It's fear that said we have to label it this. Because this is what our ancestors said. Because they were scared. Because they were told they were full of shit. Or that they would be burned as witches. Do you get my, do you get that? Well, that's that? a great point, though. And going back to when we talked to Liam McAvoy and his video, he talked about how, like, the first deities were, like, weather. It was, like, the weather. It was, like, like storms and the sun and, like, things that they couldn't explain but were so, like, larger than life. And then 
we slipped it had a in. Yeah, we talked about us. this at the end of the episode. We we slipped into like like kings and queens and like pharaohs, and now like God is money because money has this ability. Like when like Jeffrey Star, who can just like materialize a fucking BMW Ferrari, like it's magic. Like magic is. Are understanding the supernatural or the supernatural or, or, or what we would consider the supernatural. So that's why I sort of have a hard time wrapping my head around it because I truly feel like deep down everything has an explanation. Whether or not we can comprehend it as human beings is another story. But I, I prefer to think of these sort of incredible life-changing experiences that I've had, like when the tree or when I went snorkeling in Hawaii and like connected all these fish to be natural experiences rather than supernatural yeah. experience. They do have an explanation. They do feel larger than life, but it's this connection that I'm having with the planet rather than a connection that I'm having to something otherworldly. I mean, yeah. probably if I ever meet Alaska, then I can talk about having supernatural experiences with people that are from other planets. But until that happens, I just don't know how to answer that uh, question, Jeremy. And you tell me almost just it'll be in September it'll be seventeen years of dealing with an extraterrestrial. Oh my god. And maybe this is what we're really getting into, folks. This is what we're really getting into. So Sam, I thank you for that perspective. I really want you to know that I I trust and believe that fully. Um so I was saying in the last episode that I have a project for school that I, I've begun to work on early. And I think it's about um, three major uh, human collective traumas, catastrophe, abandonment, and violence. These all three triangulate and, there's, and they overlap like three circles. But I think when I think of the healing that our collective is going through... This is my inroad to these things that are we can call supernatural. I think, like for me, I go to similar things. I believe that mythology has persisted because they are some kind of coded stories for a deep history. Um, mm -hmm. Am I an ancient alienist? I am. Um, have I been watching and gleaning some very interesting perspectives from people who um, have had... Uh, 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 what are those uh, things you put on your head that measure EEGs? Tinfoil hats. Yeah, and, oh, uh, yeah, EEGs and had, you know, suction cups put on their head. And when they channel this, this, this being from another place, their brain totally switches up and it's not their personality anymore. Like, See, but this I'm is totally the thing. This is why I'm so skeptical. But no, Sam, let me because finish. You, you had like yours. Scientology. Okay, I'll let you finish. Let me finish that I do think we live in a multidimensional universe and that maybe we are just a tentacle of a larger of a larger consciousness. And if we don't have the convenient materialist, if we don't have any evidence besides the quantum model of anything be able to spark anything because of a co-resonance and being at the same wavelength or frequency. And all you're going to do is Newtonian science on me. Then I would say that's a choice to limit yourself out of either fear or not wanting to be or not wanting to have your goat. You know, no one's going to get my goat. I'm not going to be sucked into this thing and believe that, you know, I have ancestors from another planet who are trying to help me say Earth's hard, but keep on doing what you're doing and 
keep on trying to like develop your consciousness, I'm not going to throw that out. I'm not going to throw that baby out with the bathwater. So go, Sam. Well, okay. It's just like, I understand where you're coming from. And I've always held the principle that like, like I'm not religious in any way, shape or form. I am an agnostic atheist and that is just the thing. And I, but I also have deep respect for people that decide to go the route of like heavy spirituality or institutionalized religion um, because it, it gives them something and that's all that matters. If believing something is going to enrich your life, then I say go for it as long as you're not hurting anyone. For me, though, where it gets a little sticky wicky is because I've done so much research on things like Scientology where, like, um, how much do you know about Scientology? Let's start there. Not a lot besides it feels like a pyramid scheme that has some weird myths and some weird... Yeah. Um, well, it is. Uh, uh, some weird interactions. And I still so, feel like there's some kind of fucked up uh, novelty uh, mutation of Freemasonry in there. Yeah, you're not wrong. So the thing that I want to... Hold on, I'm going to take a sip of coffee. The thing that I want to sort of zone in on with Scientology is the idea of auditing. So auditing is this thing. So, okay, in Scientology, I'm going to give you the fast and dirty. You have, you're a Thetan. You're a Thetan in a body. Your body's just a shell for your Thetan, and your Thetan is like your soul. It is immortal. And it'll go yeah. from body to body as you live your immortal life. Yeah. But you have these things called engrams, too. Engrams are like bad things, like bad memories. And as you go further into Scientology, then you find out that not only do you have your own engrams, but you have other people's engrams from like dead people from a volcano. Anyway. It gets very, but the thing with auditing, which is like a very important practice in Scientology, is that you sit at this like little machine and you hold these two like tin can looking things and uh -huh. you talk to the auditor about like bad experiences in your life. Like you relive bad things until you can like laugh about them essentially. So you're going uh -huh. through memories, painful memories, and you're, you're releasing them, which sounds yeah. good, right? But all part of like this kind of nonsense that has been like I I'd be hard you I I'd be hard pressed to find anyone that was outside of Scientology that been like oh yeah Thetans and volcanoes and like uh, engrams yeah that all sounds like it makes total sense um, but there are people that are brainwashed into believing this stuff and will audit themselves for for three to six hours a day like that's what you need to do in Scientology to get to like OT three OT four is like audit every day for like three to six hours so people will go heavy into this kind of shit and it can really spiral out of control and do a lot of damage so yeah. i just I, I guess this is my question to you is about balance like how do we balance um spirituality that might not be substantiated but is doing no harm yeah with spirituality that is unsubstantiated but could spiral out of control and start doing a lot of harm. Because that's my worry. Like, if you're just going to yeah. do your own thing, if you're going to audit and that's just, like, cool for you, then that's fine. But some of this shit is taken way too far and it starts to do a lot of damage. Right. Well, the, my response to that, Sam, is that Scientology is definitely a business. It's a corporate kind of hierarchical structure. 
And I think we know that most of those things from Sumeria to Greece to the zombie of the Roman Empire, which is this Roman imperialist, European colonialist thing. Like, we've got so much history to tell us that when you over-hierarchalize and over-cased um, uh, uh, and class things, then you know you're getting into something, you're getting into a dark, you're getting into a dark labyrinth, a dark maze. Um, and so those things are weird. I, anything that, anything that where your sovereignty and your freedom is put into question, that's a good, that's a good meeting place for us all. But what about that, things that are just like potentially doing you harm, like shoving a jade egg up your pussy? Like those can be dangerous. And you might think, oh, I'm just doing this for myself. I'm not doing any harm. But you could really, you could really hurt yourself from doing a lot of the things that um, a company who is taking advantage of someone's idea of spirituality is trying to sell you on. Right. That's a concern of mine as well. Right. Companies that are looking to make money off of people's belief. Okay. Well, let's do something radical here, Sam. Let's just say that that in a parallel universe that I am actually shoving uh, jade eggs up your pussy that I no okay that that I am I am from another part of the galaxy and that I'm I'm undercover as a humanoid doing research and doing the star trek type thing I'm glad you're I'm finally seeing. telling me the truth Jeremy thank you that 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 we're all finding out whether earth can have a dimensional um, shield taken off of it and meet, meet their neighbors, right? Who were the, what are the close systems that everyone talks about in say, Atlantis, Pleiadians? I don't Syrians. know, but we are on the Orion thing, the Orion arm of, of the galaxy. So yes, Oriyaners, uh, uh, Arcturians, all the big stars, Denebians, Lyrians, Vagans, Lyrans, um, they are all way ahead of us in consciousness, but we've, we've been playing, we've been throwing a lot of mud around down here. So how is, how are we supposed to get any, any, uh, anything done if we're in a non-interference zone? where we have to evolve on our own. And if we got too much information about a higher reality, our, our human systems would shut down because we can't handle too much of this, like the universe is a plethora and you've been taught a whole bunch of wrong things because your scientists um, have been either misled or are using inaccurate models. And that's where the science nexus comes in. Which is why I think we all need to take one day a month and explore the basics of quantum science, because quantum science I think will will meet um, I think the more true spirituality, which is that like it takes inner focus, it takes being in a place of neutrality, which is not something that dualistic polarized third dimensional humans do. So how else, unless if we're connected to higher levels of consciousness on our own volition from anything? I want to end with a story that happened to me, Sam. Okay. Because the, were you the probed? One, I wish because there's some sexy ones out there. 
But I was in a party. Um, I had partied hard and long all night. And so I met these two beautiful, short, queer, queerish folks. We'd made out a little bit. They're, they're one of them whom I still know today. And so the sun was rising in Brooklyn. And we decided we wanted to, to like meditate. The three of us just kind of sat on top of, 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 of Busy's uh, roof. Shout out to Busy. Shout out to Busy in the Love Portal 2010. Summer solstice, right after my birthday, 2010. I just I think Busy has a podcast now. I hope so. He does. It's called Getting Busy with Busy. I don't know. Something. I'll post about it. Good. Well, we should have more. Shout out to the Bizzles. Um, but as we were meditating, which is something I didn't do all that much, but I was getting into, out of fucking nowhere, um, this, I feel this electric, like, and about, like, I don't know, four inches in front of my face was a blue floating pyramid. It looked, it looked like it was neon neon thing. It was the blue floating pyramid. It was not when I closed my eyes. You know, like if you take shrooms or or LSD, you close your eyes, you'll get the geometric kaleidoscopic things. I had I opened my eyes because I was feeling an electric thing and this blue pyramid was there for about fifteen seconds. Yeah. So Sam You found the millennium item. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I just know that I had this experience. My eyes were open. Something, something flipped the switch, and I had been doing a lot of spiritual things. Can I ask you a serious? Can I ask you a a very, a reasonable question? Well, can I ask you not to roll your eyes while you're listening to my story? Were you on shrooms? I was not on shrooms. Were you on acid? No. Really? And you still saw floating pyramid? Now I'm impressed. Were you on anything? Yes. Care to tell me what it was? Well, does it will it will it matter that I've well, I have taken it before? Nothing like this had ever happened. I had taken the same thing afterwards, and nothing had ever happened. And different strains and different chemical co- compositions can cause different effects, including uh, no, including but that's the thing. Oh, skeptical! Oh, skeptical one. Am I supposed to discount this thing? Uh, discount this thing that happened when my eyes were opened? No. Did anyone else see this pyramid, though? Yes. Really? The two people I was meditating with. Now, now I'm impressed. Wow. Maybe there was a pyramid there then. But all it was is I could feel the electricity. Cool. I could feel the electricity. And the reason why the electricity was so crazy was that um, I was coming down off of this this substance. Like, I shouldn't have really been at its height. I was nearing the end of this journey. Mm, and what? so... Huh? Sorry, I'll let you finish. I want to tell you a story about a spider. But this was the whole thing. It's like, what is this sign? So there, there were a couple of years where I was just like, 
what is the meaning of this blue pyramid? And there are various opinions, there are various things in the New Age lore about it. But it's just, I have only had, that is the most physicalized confirmation of like higher interconnected consciousness. And so I'm definitely defensive about it, but it's so what because is I've had the so of the blue pyramid, though. Have you figured it out yet? I'm serious. Well, I think I, it, I, I think it's I think it's galactic level intelligence. I think that anything I think it's things that are on a quantum and non-Newtonian past para a Newtonian level of science. You should get a tattoo of a blue pyramid. That would be a sick tattoo. It's a kinda beautiful like, cobalt like blue kind of kind of like the pink triangle, but like pyramid. subversive. I would do it. I'd do it with you. Do you want to get tattoos of blue pyramids? I'm serious. I'm uh, not teasing. I, I know. That's a, that'd know. be a cool tattoo. I think it would be a, a cool tattoo. But this is my story, and I've never told it. And so, like, I and the uh, when you follow the clues, like a sort of where in the world are these little glitches of metaphysical um uh uh flashes yeah i get a few of them i get some of them when i look back on the story of my life um i feel like i'm being prepared for something i mean when i do my sound healings now i feel like i i get into a zone that is um expanded and beyond these things Jeremy's um, sound healings I, are very relaxing. Highly recommend. DM him about getting you. your sound healing sessions. He's selling them now. No, but I think I'm putting this out there right now because I think maybe people, when they have to deal with themselves, will start dealing with things that make no sense, like Atlantis or these old the theosophical ancient, civil, like, these galactic civilizations where the buildings are under the ocean or at the bottom of the mid-Atlantic things. And why should anyone feel empowered to think that we may have ever been in higher consciousness as humans on Earth? These are the things that I think about because the mythology of gods and goddesses are there. The, the, the indigenous shamanism of the sky family and the sky gods are there in Native America. Um, in the Aborigines of Australia. That's why I feel a certain um, uh, stiffness in my spine about spirituality. It's like these things you have been around for ten thousands of else. years, and these are these are not these are humanoids. These are not these are not even Neanderthals. For all we know, Neanderthals could have been. But I just want to end on that note because it's a question mark. It's a very X Files. Things I highly encourage anyone who's had um, experience that after some time they realize they've they've um, had a galactic notification. I think that's all I'll call it. Well, because where I, else do we have to go? I don't want to end on that note because I have more questions if you have okay. the time. Because okay, so I, I know I'm sort of poking fun, but I do respect what you're talking about. I really do. I do respect what you're talking about. It is vastly sort of separated from my own values i guess this is what i'll say because i have always been the per type of person that has so deeply valued my connection with with like things of this of this of this world you know what i mean yeah. like things of the earth um yeah. because growing up i felt so isolated and i felt like you know like we've talked about like how much i love horses for example yeah 
and how um, ooh, thunder um, and how like I didn't really tap into that until I was a little older. Oh my god, did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Wow. And the thunder. The universe roll. is telling me something. Um, uh oh, Sam I, has uh, Sam has she, communications. Yeah, she with Gaia. Um, but Stormbringer. So, um, Airbender. I, I, it was a hundred years ago when the Fire Nation attacked. Sorry, I'll stop. Um, Girl, anyway. science fiction. How science fiction is it? Fiction, double feature. Okay. Um, but like, I've always the magic in the world for me is like the magic of like I don't know, like watching flowers bloom and like yes. seeing, like looking into like an animal's eye and and knowing that they're looking back at me or. Um, just like, or like, you know, like an amazing waterfall or a beautiful sunset, like the magic that is in, that is just, that is right. That is of, of our current reality, and which is such a big truth. One of the things I think that does sort of, I don't know, like, it doesn't like make me angry or anything, but it's sort of just like, it's so far removed from like my own values yeah. is like people trying to extrapolate things outside of the wonderment of the natural world it's like yeah. the world is already so magical by itself and i think that's sort no. of what when we diverge where it's just like yeah i don't need to like well it's an, this it's, is gonna it's sound, this is gonna sound aggressive but please don't yeah. take it like this even though yeah. it might sound it i'm not dismissing anything you're saying but for me like to put it as succinctly as possible i don't need to believe in aliens, although I do believe there's probably life on distant planets, I don't need to like believe in that to believe in magic. I see it all around me every day. No, it's so true. And I think the thing is, is why I brought up the story is that like the funny thing is, um, and maybe I can end on this whole idea that there's some traditions that say that humans are the perfect, um, the perfect, uh, midpoint between the reality of earth and the reality of like the sun or the or the or the galaxy mm. it's right we're so aware of ourselves and we have imaginations and we create we create science fiction we create we imagine we go into other realms if we have deeply visual inner eyes right yeah. we like, create works and of we art develop- Right, we create deviant. I was. I've always been so incredibly moved by the deviant art community. They create these magisterial worlds. Who knows if they're real or not? You're talking about the website. But yeah, okay. I mean, I mean, when I was an undergrad, I was obsessed with the deviant art community. Um, but I think you bring a real point home. It's that the magic is here. We are the magic. Um, uh, a pantheist would say the magic is in how water is both molecularly and as a bio system. The trees are amazing. The way the trees and fungi have a, a symbiotic relationship is amazing. The way that um, weather systems are created from oceans and lakes and mountains is amazing. We have an incredibly diverse planet of diverse people with diverse origin stories. And we don't know whether the gods and goddesses all match up or whether there's overlap, 
but we have this incredible wealth of knowledge and magic in our dimension as it is. And I, I, I accept that, Sam. I think it's yeah. not good. It's not good for us to have cosmological fantasies if they're escapist. But yes. if if we are some sort of consciousness midpoint between a rock and the consciousness of the center of the galaxy. Wait, a rock or a rock? Like, like if we are, so, if we're something between the quartz and the center of the oh, galaxy. Okay, so like a mineral. Okay, sorry. Right, because we're made of these things, right? We've got a giant piezoelectric uh, sparklies in our pineal gland. We yeah. have DMT all throughout our body. So do plants. So do animals. Like this is an amazing three-dimensional world of X, Y, Z access in which we live in time. So I, I really want to hear back from people. I want to hear about your paranormal experiences. I want to hear about you having paranormal experiences, thinking they're bullshit, and then something else happened in which it's like, okay, this is meant for me. I'm not going to judge it, but I'll let it happen. Um, if you agree with Sam and think it's all a bunch of distraction and bullshit. I, I don't think it's a bunch show. of distraction and bullshit. I want to clarify that. I know, and I'm don't. giving you a hard time because I was yeah, feeling defensive. But I just don't know, is the point, is that yeah. I just don't know, so I don't That's get a lot of... That's the mystery, Sam. Is that I, so I don't get a lot of credence to it. That's my point, is that, like, I don't know, and I haven't had enough of those types of experiences to, to give a, a lot of time in my yeah. psyche. But what yeah. I have had a lot of experiences and are extremely moving experiences with nature that are grounded in reality even though yeah. they are larger than life like i yeah. I'll, keep, I'll keep going back to this but like top five most wonderful moving experiences of my life was when i was snorkeling in hawaii and i was swimming around and seeing all these incredible colorful fish living their lives like outside of human intervention and just being who they were and and not being lesser than or less intelligent, but just being different and, and just yeah. being fish and being turtles. And I was just like, holy fucking shit. Like having a glimpse into this world yeah. was such a privilege for me and it yeah. changed my life. Yeah. Um, so like for me, and this is what I would love to hear with, with, I would love to hear about your supernatural experiences, but I would also love to hear about just like experiences that you've had with nature that were just like moving and changed your life, you know? I remember, I'll just give one more, the other day when I was um, up at the horse farm up the street and I was looking, I was, you know, brought some carrots and I was feeding the horses and I looked into this horse's eye and like, I'm pretty like, in, like, you know, introverted person, but I have moments where I like connect to animals and I look into their eyes and I think, wow, like, even if it's a brief moment, I am connected to this animal, to this creature in a way like in in their life like this is a part of their life now as much as it's a part of my life and they're thinking maybe like oh this is nice i'm glad he's back i he probably has treats for me or like just like the the idea of connecting to another creature to this planet in a way that isn't so um that doesn't like isn't all about ego isn't all about how yeah. things affect you but how yeah. you affect the world yeah. is an incredible moving experience. And for yeah. me, if we want to talk about spirituality, that's my spirituality. It's like, oh my God, like I affect this world mm -hmm. and it affects me and we yeah. are connected in this cycle forever. Yeah. And um, that's, I would love to hear about that as well, about how like, 
you had maybe experience with a creature or nature or the planet in a way that really like taught you something. Yeah. And I mean, the, my quick answer that to that is that, um, I have, I have abnormally, uh, interesting reactions to certain kinds of animals. Um, I'm real sensitive around horses, you know, like I'm like horse, big (laughs) eyes. And I really do feel like horses, like the emotional world of horses are broad. And it's just like what you're talking about, Sam. You shut off your ego and like, I'm going to be present with this horse. I am tuning in high horse. I want to tune into the horse channel of consciousness and whatever you want to look at me, whatever movements want, I'm going to learn about your language, the language and the wisdom of horses. Of hawks, I found of crows, um, uh, redwoods. The whole week that I spent uh, writing Amethyst with Justin, I got this really interesting um, feeling that the trees trees have their own Wi-Fi system. Mm. That the and- trees really have their own Wi-Fi system. And I've been like a crystal junkie for 11 years now. Oh, don't say that. I mean, a quartz. (laughs) I've tended to the quartz family. I have some really interesting specimens, including the one that's on the front cover of the Amethyst Journey CD. I mean, the the whole breadth of exploring queer spirituality from the sky spirituality and the earth spirituality. In a sense, Sam, you're saying, let's not forget that earth is a spirituality. Yeah, and also that, like, everything is living their own lives. Yeah. Like, you know, you walk down the street, I see the geese at the pond, and I'm like, yeah, I might not be able to communicate with them because they're geese, but they are living their lives. They are going to have a life cycle. They are experiencing things just like I am. And just being able to, like, remove yourself from yourself for a moment and be able to feel, like, what the what the other living right. creatures and the other there's living just, things in our world no... are feeling and their life cycle and their experiences yeah. it's it's that's magic to me it's yes. magic that like oh my god i know it sounds so like obvious but like oh my god things are living their life other than me it's incredible yeah. and that's to me like that's that's my spirituality it's like holy fucking shit everyone is living their damn life and sometimes even though we're usually just ships in the night, we intertwine and we get to be part of each other's life for a little while. Right, right. It is a very, it is a very life flowing like the stream, and we hit rocks and pebbles and eddies and banks. But depending on on how we situate ourselves in the stream of Earth life, there is an elect, there is an electrical. There's bioelectrical pulses that are in our brains and the pulses that put sap up through trees. There's watering systems and plants and animals. There are the earth systems that are recycling nutrition so that we all get what we need from other plants and animals. So I think, yeah, it is tuning in, uh, tuning out of the mental narratives that screens and journalism and everyone else's narrative and I think it is key. It is key to what I call like the inner, inner studies, studying of our inner, of our inner, um, our inner stillness and our inner observance to our reality, 
instead of having to comment about it. So thank you, Sam. I really like and appreciate that you are very grounded in your reality. I really appreciate you. Oh, thanks, Sam. Well, this went extra long. We have been talking off and on since 11. Please, everybody, send your anecdotes to a fairly queer podcast at gmail.com. That's a fairly spelled F-A-E, a fairly queer podcast at gmail.com. Please follow us on all social media, HandsomeJeremy777 at Instagram and Newcom at Instagram. And please continue to listen to our fabulous podcast and support Jeremy on Patreon if you can. Yes, have a little bit thank of you. Pain. And thank you to Florida. Deep, deep friend of the pod. Deep friend. And, and um, I just want to say beforehand, as I'm moving along with sound healing, which many of my friends and colleagues are starting to get, those are included in the Patreon um, levels. Yes. So if you're interested in a monthly, in a monthly check-in, and anyway, just simply support the work that we do here, and I am happy to bring those services and those perspectives very earthy and very cosmic for you and for what you're interested in receiving. And, All right, Sam. Oh, wait, I want to mention, I want to give a testimonial yes. um, from someone that has had sound healing from Jeremy many, many times, including my late mother. I can testify that it's definitely worth it. And it's a wonderful experience. Great alternative, especially with social um, distancing to like getting a massage or anything like that. Really sound healing. It's very effective through like like doing it digitally. So highly, highly recommend taking Jeremy up on his services. They're wonderful. Thank you. And with that, we are going off into other dimensions. Sam's going to go commune with the trees. I'm, I'm going to go gonna... commune with the toilet. I have to pee. Oh wow! And I'm going to I'm going to go uh, check out those wonderful uh, Lyrans and their elven sacred geometry. So until next time. This is Sam. This is Jeremy. Peace out, y'all. Bye.